Hello Aquarius friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my talk on Aquarius February 2021 Astrology Must Knows. Welcome if you're listening to this on my Astro Kisses with Annie Botticelli new podcast version of this and welcome if you're watching me on YouTube. So this is a very exciting month because it definitely is all about Aquarius. Now we know for the long term we've got outer planets like Jupiter and Saturn moving through Aquarius so that's bringing a lot of energy to your sector of the woods, all of the things that make you very much how you are. And now in the short term we have even more emphasis and energy on that um, that space in our experience. It's all of the signs, the houses, they're fields of experience that we have as humans. So everything about Aquarius is coming into the forefront. And we'll talk more about what that looks like, but it's very exciting for you because it is all about the energies that you're very familiar with and that are very dear to you. So along with that, we have birthdays. The first must know for Aquarius for February, 2021, is that you wanna make the most of your birthday wishes. If your son is in Aquarius and you're going to have your birthday this month, or if you're going to have your birthday in January and you're listening to this early, make sure you write wishes down. Now, I will talk in more about how many wishes um, uh, I believe people should have with their birthdays in the future. But for now, there are guidelines that I've been using from Jan Spiller. And you can see more about that if you search for making wishes come true Annie, you'll find my video that discusses um, how many wishes to make and also more about how you can make the most of them. So basically write them down, say them out loud and feel them as if they've already come true. Now, if you are watching for Aquarius as your moon sign or your rising sign or your Venus in Aquarius, your Mars in Aquarius, this video and this information is still for you because each of those placements, when you watch for those different um, charts, they're all pieces that are part of your personal astrological picture. So this is for you regardless of which Aquarius placement you are watching for. Okay, so birthdays must know big thing before birthdays is that the sun floods your 12th house. So basically in the weeks before your birthday, the universe helps to activate the things that you don't want in an effort to show you the things that you do want. And this is actually true even if it's not your birthday, even if it's the sun moving over your moon or the sun moving over your rising. When the sun gets into the chart of whatever placement you're watching for, the 12th house of, your, of that chart, it stirs up the energy in the attic. It's akin to taking a big spotlight and flashing it on into your attic. You're going to find maybe old mementos from your grandparents, maybe even something of financial or emotional value, but you're also going to find yucky things. And that's the nature of the attic. That is representative of the unconscious space in our mind. And in the weeks before this sun crossing over, whatever placement you're watching for, it, it shows you these things. So it's a time to clean house. There are many people that I have known in the past, I don't drink anymore, it's been a very long time since I've stopped, but I would notice that people would start to, people who did party that way, would start doing it and say, I'm starting my birthday celebrations early. And now that I understand astrology, I understand what that really was. What that really is, is people start to get really anxious when the sun floods their 12th house because it brings up insecurities, it brings up fears, it brings up patterns, old patterns, and it gives you the opportunity to become aware of them and to take action, including your wishing or your intentions, um, 
to do something different with it. So maybe this time you'll make the choice. I'm not judging you either way, but maybe this time you'll make the choice when you notice that anxiety start to come up in front of your, you know, before in the weeks before this crossover. And you'll notice that this usually would happen every year. If it's happening and you're noticing it, this is like a cyclical thing that goes on then you might choose to be more present with it and instead of um, numbing yourself to it, do something about it so that you don't have to keep having it come up, you know, just like heal it. And so you have an opportunity to do that. So that's very exciting. So that is that. Now the next thing I wanna talk about is that the Sun and Venus and Mercury are also going to be crossing over your Aquarius placements. And Venus, whenever Venus crosses over a placement, it's like my grandma Marge giving you kisses. If you don't know my grandma Marge, she's one of my Italian relatives. She's passed away now, unfortunately. But she just was, to me, the epitome of what Venus is like. Venus, you know, she would pop a meatball in my mouth, tell me how wonderful I am, give me some money, I go in her comfy house, and you know, that is the energy of Venus to me. And so you will have the energy of Venus kissing whatever Aquarius placements you have, and you may have more than one. I always suggest running a free birth chart. Now in the past, I would just tell you to search online for how to run a free birth chart. But I am working on giving um, access to the people on my email newsletter list access to software to run birth charts. So I am working on that. So now is um, as good a time as ever to join my list at AnnieHelpsYou.com. You get lots of goodies, which I'll talk about later. But included in that, I am actively working on, hopefully I'll have it by the time you're listening to this. If not, know that I'm working on it, where you can actually run your birth chart um, for free on the software on my site. So However you run it, you will wanna know how many placements of Aquarius you have, and you will wanna know your chart more intimately because I am giving you all of this free information. I go into details with the degrees. If you don't know what a degree is, if you look at a chart, you will know what a degree is. There is 360 degrees in a circle, 360 degrees in the in the, the orbit of the planets. 12 signs divided into 360 degrees is 30 degrees per sign. So there's zero through 29 degrees for each sign. And the more specific you know about that placement, the more you'll know some of these things that I'm going to talk about, how they might hit you more closely, that you might more intimately experience the aspects that are occurring in the stars. You can take your astrology studies to a deeper level. So let's go a little bit deeper into that. So Mercury is going into retrograde and it's retrograde in Aquarius. Okay, so again, this is another thing that's just really focusing on you. Everyone in the, the Zodiac will feel this. Everyone in Aquarius will feel this. But the people who have their um, birthdays that are basically the February born from 11 to 29 degrees, you're gonna feel it the most because the retrograde is actually between 11 and 27 degrees, but those of you at the very end are still in a close enough proximity that you'll also be feeling this, okay? So when Mercury retrogrades or anything retrogrades over your placement, which if you're February born or you have 11 through 27-ish degrees, then Mercury's gonna cross over Mercury's gonna retrograde back over, Mercury's gonna cross over again. That means you have three times it goes over. Mercury rules news and information. So the odds that this will be a very information-rich month are increased for the February born. Or if you have another Aquarius placement in that zone, which is why I'm encouraging you to run the free birth chart. 
you might have placements that you didn't realize. When I first looked at my chart, I was like, what the heck is all that stuff over there? <laughs> all that stuff over there was nine placements in Sagittarius. So you could imagine now when anything goes on in Sagittarius, it's pretty much hitting something in my chart because I have so many placements there. And you might have a similar thing. Okay, so Mercury retrograde is going to cover the whole month. So this this climate of the end of November, all of December, and the first half of January that was go, 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 make up for lost time, strides forward, action, launches, all that starts to fade into the recesses in the second half of January. And then through the whole month of February, it is internal and backwards as the focus again. So it's not the time for the big launches. If you can avoid the big or very binding decisions, that could benefit you because there's just a murkiness that goes on in Mercury retrograde that is, you know, you just don't have all the information. And sometimes someone is intentionally hiding something from you, or sometimes you just miss something or something is miscommunicated. Something else that is a must know for this month is that a lot of miscommunications are going to occur. So it's not necessarily the time to try to um, very clearly articulate something, especially if it has an emotional charge to it, okay? Now that being said, it still could be an amazing month for writers or creators, but anything you make in this month is either like a revision of something you made before, which is a good way to use the energy, or it will be revised probably sooner than you think or run out of, you know, become outdated sooner than you think or something like that, because there's a short-term energy around it. So I really like to guide um, the use of the energy like a spider on a web, okay? So the end of November, all of December, first half of January, was about the active web weaving. Weaving the web, weaving the web, making it big to make sure you catch all the creatures or whatever you're trying to catch, that it's nice and strong and big. Now, February comes in and it's about, you sit back on the side of your web and you wait for the things, the food to come in. It's not as much of a, a time of active forcing out or active procurement. You might fix a little bit of web here and there, but it's more of a time to just kind of hang out and see what comes to you, follow an intuition if you are drawn to connect with someone from the past or go to a past project, something like that. Another must know for this month is that plans are very likely to change. So if you can make plans and have them be flexible, then fine, make your plans. But really binding, not movable plans don't always work as well with the retrograde energies because changes tend to happen more of the time in the retrograde than not. I've tracked this over 20 years and it's definitely true. You know, I've seen it happen for myself, for my clients, for random people. It's just a time where things get called into question and you know, it's not really the time to try to be planning. It's just more of a time to wrap up unfinished business, clear out, you know, clutter. Um, one point about clearing out clutter is that you don't want to throw out anything that you might change your mind about, you know, so it's kind of a good time to clear everything out and put it in a corner in the garage so that when the energies are more clear, like into March, you can kind of pick back through because there might be a couple of key items that you'll pull back and say, oh gosh, I'm glad I didn't get rid of that. And that applies to everything, every kind of clutter. You know, so um, you might be wanting to get rid of a whole bunch of stuff, but remember that you might not be seen clearly in the situation and decisions that you're going to make in this time might be quickly reversed or changed 
So you just want to keep things flexible, keep things light. Um, and if you have to sign something, read all the paperwork, have other eyes read over the paperwork because that's definitely a factor. And this is especially um, relevant now for Aquarius placements because the retrograde being in your sign, that's for all Aquarius placements. And then especially the February born, there's even extra information there, you know, but it's probably going to be very busy with information for sure. Okay, so mark your calendar for February 11th. This is the new moon in Capricorn. Also, it's Chinese New Year time and the days around that time. And it's the amazing Venus-Jupiter conjunction. This is like one of the best aspects in astrology. And it's true that Jupiter can aggravate and annoy something Venus-related at this time because it could be excessive. It can blow something up. But more often than not, Jupiter and Venus getting together is just like sweet bliss, luck, amazing experiences, harmony, money from nowhere, a sweet romantic experience, you know, something like that. So in the days around February 11th, you might see something come in at that time. Okay, so there is a crazy epic aspect happening this month. Saturn is going to square the planet Uranus for the first time of three passes in this year. We have been dancing in close proximity through 2020 and it will make another direct hit towards the end of 2022. And this is another epic, life-changing, global changing um, aspect. And because it's so important, I actually did a whole separate video on that. Um, and even if you think that you're not interested in that type of drill down into a certain aspect, I promise you, you should be. <laughs> because if you saw what happened in 2020, all of that came from outer planets getting together and creating change. And if you haven't already watched my video called How Astrology Explains the Coronavirus and the Systems Breaking Down, even though we're out of 2020, maybe by the time you're listening to this, it's still poignant to help understand what the heck happened there. And also to help understand how astrology really explains the things that go on. So I do have a very detailed uh, video on this. It may follow this. Also, all of my YouTube videos from now on are going to be synced uh, or syndicated to my podcast, Astro Kisses. So Astro Kisses with Annie Botticelli, you can just search for. And so you will be able to find it on the podcast as well. Um, or you can find it on YouTube and it may actually follow this video. I haven't decided how I'm going to set that up yet, but you definitely want to watch that because you're going to be feeling that this month it's going to be pretty noteworthy um, from the global level down to the personal level. Okay, so the last must know is that even though we do have this titanic clash between the outer planets that could bring pretty notable challenges, um, there are a lot of sweet points specifically for Aquarius, as we've already discussed. And there's also a lot of busyness, like things coming up that Aquarius has to deal with. It's really time, if you haven't already, to clean house. And if you think that, and I don't mean just like clean your house, I mean like clean house of your life. Take stock of your friendships, take stock of your romantic relationship or your patterns within it, take stock of your work, of your finances, take stock of your spiritual developments, your psychological state, your health, it's really a time to bring everything back closer to you where you're in an active evaluation process of how all of these things are going in your life and you're doing research and drawing up plans for how you're going to improve the things that need improvement. And that's really this month in a nutshell for Aquarius. Um, 
but some really good news is that March and April are two of my favorite months of the whole year. They might be my favorite months of the whole year because we have such sweet aspects, more sweet aspects than salty ones. It's free of the eclipse energy. It's not as intense from the, um, from this Saturn Uranus um, square, although that energy does echo throughout the whole year because they never leave close proximity. Like that transit is in effect this whole time, but it is, you know, a little bit lighter than that actual occurrence and lots of solutions and lots of positive shifts can come in March and April from any challenges or nuisances that occur in February. So I just want to leave you with that must know that if there are challenges that come up or things feel kind of heavy or things get uncertain and you're confused and things seemed like they were going in a certain direction and now you're not really sure, then that clarity will start to come back. The, the lightness was very likely to start to come back. Um, and all of that will happen, you know, in March and April. Now, if you are in the early degree placement, so you're a January, um, born Aquarius, then you're going to be having direct hits from Saturn and Jupiter at this time. And this is a really big deal. So there's going to be a level of intensity especially for you folks in the January born or the zero to 10-ish degrees, that is, you know, is really notable in January and February. And I mean, this is like a pretty intense time for you guys. Very, very life-changing, lots of major crossroads for you. And for the rest of the February born, you have these crossroads coming and some of them could be coming very quickly. Like as of this month, the, um, the early part of February, you're going to have Jupiter crossing over your whatever your placement is. So that can bring great expansion, that can bring more um, trouble that's made in an effort to get you to focus on something so that you can resolve a problem that was under the surface, something like that. But it's very, very, very intense. Now, I definitely also recommend that you find my video, and it may or may not be a podcast also by this time, I'm working on getting all of the current, the videos that are current into the podcast format as well. Um, but look for Jupiter in Aquarius for Aquarius, because I go into all of the dates for every Aquarius placement of when Jupiter is going to cross over your placement. And you'll definitely want to know that because notable things will occur for you at those times. Okay. So intense month, Hopefully light coming ahead, crossroads for many of you, uncertainty, but don't worry, we know now that you know more clarity will come. For those of you who are going to have Saturn crossing over you in that January or early degree um, point, this could be very, very heavy, um, but it also can be like masterfully, materially uh, creating the same forces that bring the heaviness that Saturn is known for and the discipline and the hard work. And, you know, people definitely can feel like they're aging. I just went through a Saturn transit. I have two planets in Capricorn. So when Saturn was going through Capricorn, actually I have my midheaven there too. So I had three, actually even have more than that. We'll just say I have a lot of Capricorn placements and the whole time that Saturn was crossing over there, I definitely feel like I aged. (laughs) <laughs> on every level. Um, but some of those lines that formed at that time are actually starting to lighten now that I'm, that I have it behind me. And you may have that happen as well. Meaning 
you're going through something, it's maturing you, it's aging you, it's bringing you into a different state of accomplishment, um, things happening in a big way for better or worse, and you feel the weight of that, like gravity, like serotonin hits, you know, like aging, like all of that type of energy. But as it leaves there, you get the gifts of having done that work and a lot of lightness can come back to that space. So just know that it's temporary. So if you're feeling that, then I just want you to be aware that that's happening. So if you would like to have even more information about what this month could look like for you and how you can best use the energies, then definitely tap into all of the free resources I have for you. You can go to anniehelpsyou.com. Definitely sign up for my free email newsletter. Now more than ever, there are perks that come along with that because besides getting my monthly write-up that shows the sweet and salty dates and what you can expect, what the aspects are, what you can expect from them, and what the month looks like all in a written version delivered into your inbox one month early, plus my 28-day virtual coaching program called Shine for Free, I'm working on having software that will allow you to run birth charts for free. Now I can't make any guarantees that this will be in place by the time you get are listening to this because it is something I'm working on, but it is things like this that are perks that come along with being on my free email newsletter list. So you'll definitely want to do that at AnnieHelpsYou.com. If you want simple written horoscopes by me that will give you good details but aren't as technical as some of my other resources, then you can go to my beautiful website, CozyBySweetStarlight.com. All of the links that I'm giving you are also in the notes underneath the video or if you're listening to the podcast version of this, they're in the notes underneath the podcast. Also, if you would like to have um, to listen rather than view if you're driving or if you're um, not wanting to deal with the mid-roll uh, ads that YouTube is um, pushing against even the creator's will, then you can check out my new podcast, Astro Kisses with Annie Botticelli. The link for that is in the notes underneath the video as well. You can see my free courses at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. That's my school, Luminous Life Multiversity. So besides having free courses, I also have some paid courses. And if you think I go into lots of details with all of the free things I give you, you should see what the paid offerings look like, especially my course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which will equip you to do whatever you'd like to do with astrology, whether it's just help your friends and family and not do it professionally, help your own self-development, or become a practicing astrologer and I also give information on how to make your astrology practice work financially because I have been a business coach for a long time too so that gets worked into the course okay so definitely get my book planetology if you're a fan of my work and you'd like to go deeper and you'd like to align with the natural rhythms of the universe that's what this book is about you can find planetology anywhere and everywhere I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month bye